You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me. I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Cece. Cece, welcome to Becoming Me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited for you to be here and literally just following your journey on social media and becoming a new friend of yours. What I love about your podcast name, which we'll get into, is I feel like it describes you. Like everything that comes from you is so joy. Like I just, you are joy. I love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That is just like the best thing that I could hear because that is the mission. And so the fact that it's received in that very way, I'm like, praise God, you know, cause I just pray behind the scenes, like, Lord, use me, use me, use me. And so the fact that you even say that I just receive every word and I thank you for sharing that. Well, it is true. Like literally Jesus is shining through you big time. And obviously I'm excited. I'm already diving in. So let's just like pause before I get ahead of myself. And if someone was new to you, they're like, who's Cece? Like just introduce yourself. Who are you? Absolutely. So my name is Cece. I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised from the Bay Area of California, Um, come from a really big Filipino family. So I'm a first generation American. Um, My parents moved here when they were 18, like moved from the Philippines to California. And my mom's one of 11 and my dad's one of five. So I have cousins on cousins on cousins. Awesome. Which is so cool. And it is um, such a fun life. It's been such a beautiful life. And um, yeah, so what brought me to Nashville, honestly, was God's voice. I really was in in between season. I was living in Austin, Texas, where I had my dream job at the time, working with a very large personality. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to be here for the next decade, because I just am so committed to this vision. I love this place and I could just see it. And it's just so interesting how sometimes we pan out these visions for ourselves um, that aren't necessarily God's plan for our lives. And so when that ended during COVID, similar to many who walked through seasons of firing, let go, all of that, um, I moved back home to California where my mom's lived all my life. Um, back in my childhood bedroom. And for six months, I was just putting my head down saying, God, what do you want me to do next? Because I really thought that I was going to be here for a long time. And so long story short, um, it came down to San Diego and Nashville. And I really 
got to a point where I was like, okay, it feels as though uh, San Diego is like what my flesh wants. But for some reason, I visited Nashville, went to the Belonging Co. Church, got wrecked by the Holy Spirit in a way that I've never experienced before. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but I'm just supposed to be here. And I don't know why. And so I was like, you know what? What's a year? Like, I am never going to be this single, young, and able to just pick up my life and move to a new city. And so I was like, let me just try it. And sure enough, through that act of obedience, doors just kept flying open. And I was like, God, thank you. Like things that don't make sense, you know, where it's like, I, me, I, I'm receiving that. Like it, that makes no sense, you know? And I just am so, so grateful. And so all that to say, now I'm here parked. I have a podcast called That's Joy, which was also a whole God moment too. Don't want to get ahead of um, your initial question though, but- I'm so excited, girl. Keep it coming. It's a little bit about me. No, I love it. And like, it actually, it sparked so many other questions, like just hearing your introduction, which I love and just your faithfulness to listening to what God's telling you to do and your obedience in that. Like that is beautiful. And I would love to just take a couple minutes and unpack. You started to unpack your journey to Nashville, right? But what's CC's story? Like what has made you who you are right now? That's great. I love that question. You know, I think so much of make what makes us who we are, are the hardships that we walk through, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, one of the biggest ones was my parents' divorce. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I come from a really big family, mom, 11, one of 11, dad, one of five, so many kids, nobody has ever gotten a divorce. Even cousins of my mom's have never gotten a divorce. And so as our family walked through that first, that was probably like the hardest thing that I walked through because coming from a Filipino background and also layered on top of that, like such a heavy Catholic background, that's just unheard of. You don't get a divorce. It's not an option actually. Like even when circumstances may make it make sense to the world you still don't do it nobody did it and so when my parents went through that first um it felt like probably one of the biggest like heartache things that I had experienced in my life to date um and will always kind of just be a a staple point to define like who I am today because I think through walking through that that's still something that I walk through today like there are things in my current relationship that I am constantly having to lean on God for and say that like that isn't my story and there's so much healing that is constantly taking place um but with all that being said who makes me me is my upbringing and like how my parents raised me and the things that I have not had growing up that I now am fortunate enough to have. Like I said, when you're a first generation American too, like you see things that in a way that a lot of people um, don't necessarily see it in that way. And so for that, it's also carved my perspective in another unique way of saying like, man, I am so blessed. And I think that's where my heart of gratitude really, really comes from. And the core of it um, stems from so much of remembering why and how I have the things that I have today. Because if it wasn't for my parents' boldness, like when I thought about moving to Nashville, I literally thought my parents moved across the globe. If they can move across the globe with not having a single idea how they're going to make it work, I could move to Nashville with the resources that I have, you know, like we could do this thing. And so I think that um, all of the hardships, not just the divorce, but many things 
losing every single grandparent every single time um, that happened. All four are on the other side in heaven now. And um, that wasn't easy either. And so I don't know. I just want to tell someone listening right now, like those hardships are all happening for you. They just are. And it may be hard to see when you're in the moment. It may be hard to see when you're standing in the valley, but God is using it all and nothing is ever wasted. So, so much of who I am today, you get to see the 2023 version. You're listening to the 2023 version of CC. However, I don't want to ever have someone come to my account and say, man, she just has joy. Hmm. It's she has joy because she has counted it all as joy as she turns around. And that is the difference. It's like those valleys, I now can turn around and say, God, thank you. Because had that not happened, maybe I wouldn't have the level of gratitude that I have today, you know? Oh my goodness. Yes. For those who are listening on iTunes or Spotify, y'all need to watch the YouTube version of this interview so you can see the joy on CeCe's face and my reaction to everything she's saying. He's like, wow. And I want to go back to, you pointed out the fact that like the painful moments in life, God is using them for you. And there's that quote and statement. I don't know who it's originally attributed to, but like, is it happening for you or to you? And often in the hard moments, we say, oh my goodness, this is happening to me. And we play that victim mentality card. So how do we, how do we flip that so we can live like what you just said, this is hard and God can use it for me. How can somebody do that practically? What helped you? Totally. I love that question so much because I am just a strong proponent of let's talk about the practical, you know, (laughs) all right. Not more joy. How can I get some of that? And I think it's definitely this idea of the rubber hitting the road. Like you, and it's a muscle too, right? And so in the very beginning, was I able to have the very same mindset that I have today when I was a freshman in high school? No, like my parents divorced in eighth grade. And so that first couple years of high school, you know, everyone's gone through high school. That's probably listened to this episode, or maybe you're in high school right now, who knows, but likely you remember just the, the hard transition of like middle school to high school, then layer such a traumatic event happening on top of that, man, you don't even know like what you're standing on. And so what I'm grateful for and the practical pieces is choosing who I would surround myself with. And that was a choice right? And choosing to wake up every morning and commit my works to the Lord and saying that like, I'm going to give my all in school because statistics show me and say that a child of divorced parents will not graduate with honor roll. So guess what? I'm going to graduate with honor roll. Mm -hmm. And statistics show that they're less likely to be involved in extracurricular activities. Well, Mm -hmm. guess what? I'm going to join the freaking basketball team. I'm going to do tennis. I'm going to join leadership and I'm going to do all of these things. And so I think that's where I'm talking about the rubber meeting the road. It's the choices that you get to make. And so often I think we don't talk about that enough in like Christianity. It's just like, just pray. Like, just pray to God that your anxiety and depression goes away. Like, absolutely pray. Do not stop praying until you see things shift. And and make the choices that you know you should be making that are all going to help you get out of where you currently are. And that's what I just kept doing, even when I didn't feel like it. I remember my cousin, she gave me this journal for the very first time, and that was my freshman year of high school was my very first time ever journaling before, but my goodness, how much that practice has helped me get through that season. I didn't know what to write. I look back on it and I'm like, oh my gosh, she was angry. You know, like she was just 
like really going through it, but now I still journal to this day. And it's something that I feel odd when I don't do it. Cause I'm like, Oh no, but that that's such a beautiful exercise and a practical thing that I can do that I know helps me. So it's like, what are those things that you know, help you? And are you being intentional with making sure that it's in your everyday? Mm-hmm. That is so powerful. Like, thank you for sharing that. And I love getting practical too. That's actually one of my favorite things about your podcast. I've listened to several episodes and oh, you feel so practical in every single episode. You don't just talk about joy. You, you teach us and empower us how to live joy. And I think that's really, really incredible. So I do know this answer about you because I follow you on Instagram, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Are yes. you a coffee drinker? Oh my gosh, girl. We love a coffee moment around here. My bank account probably begs to differ, but I will always just be someone who loves like a specialty coffee in a local spot. However, there's a recent exception, Whole Foods. People have been sleeping on Whole Foods espresso bar. I have at least. It is so good and it's cheap. It's like four bucks and local coffee shops. I know here in Nashville, a latte is running you seven. You tip buck. That's like eight something already. You know? um, I love it though. I love coffee. (laughs) How do you drink your coffee at Whole Foods? Whole Foods, the iced honey vanilla latte, almond milk calf sweet. It just does it. It just sounds so good. I saw that on your story and I was like, what is that? I need it in my life. (laughs) It's good. It's awesome. I love that. So if you were having this incredibly delicious looking whole foods latte with someone else on their own becoming journey, they're sipping on their own latte as well. And you're just trying to encourage them to become who God made them to be. What would you say? I love that question because I love visually transporting to that moment. And I just am like, I just need to take a second to think about her or maybe it to him, you know, Mm -hmm. but will you ask that question again as I just envision it? For sure. So you have a vanilla honey latte. I think I got your order right from Whole Foods (laughs) in your hand and it's like absolutely perfect. Somebody sitting across the table from you, it might be a guy, it might be a girl. You guys are having a conversation about life and you're trying to encourage them to become who God made them to be. What do you say next? Yeah, I love this so much. Um, there's this idea that I shared on the podcast that was really downloaded to me during my praying season over what that joy was going to be. And it was this concept of a phone call, like getting a phone call from God. For those of you who have an iPhone or a phone, which a hello, everyone, right? Um, You know that there's moments where your phone's in your back pocket or your front pocket and you feel it vibrate and then you realize, oh yeah, text right there. But then there's also the moments where you feel it vibrate and nothing is there, right? This like phantom effect that happens because we're so glued to these things. Well, I thought about it and I was like, man, sometimes God gives us those text messages. And sometimes we think that we hear the text, but then it wasn't really from him. And Mm -hmm. maybe that wasn't what God was calling us to do. Now, other times, other times, it's a full-blown phone call and you can't shake it. You know that you know that you know that someone's calling right now, right? Like we don't often ever misplace a phone call and think that a phone call happened when it didn't. That just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so 
for the friend who was in a seat of just wondering, gosh, I want so badly to step into who God is calling me to be. I would ask and just pray that you would choose to get really quiet before launching that joy, I had to lay down something beautiful, something good and something that was going to be successful. I think like it was going really well and it was with a best friend and it was fun and it was, you know, helping people and encouraging people. But sometimes God will call you to lay down a good thing for a God thing. Mm -hmm. And we won't know that until we get quiet. And so I don't know how long that season looks for you, but I, mine looked about like three months of just saying, God, what do you want this to be? And as I was hearing, I was taking action here, take action here, take action. And then the launch happened. And so during that time, it was phone calls and there was just that much more clarity. And so I think something that people crave so much is that voice of God. Well, think about a friend, right? Like you can't hear what they're sharing if you're talking the whole time. So we got to get quiet and we got to just hear and then ask, like, be intentional with asking. That's something that I think we also shy away from is like being bold and saying, God, what do you want me to do next? And as you hear and feel those thumps on your heart, that's another way to go, to really find out like, what is it, God? I would feel my chest, like my heart would feel like it was pounding extra. Don't ignore all these little things. God made our bodies, you know, like don't ignore these little nudges that he has for us um, because oftentimes it could lead you closer and closer to that will that God has in your, on your life. Yeah, that's so powerful. And you really have this common thread and theme that I'm hearing over and over through your story, talking to God, listening to him and then taking action. So it's trusting God with what he can do and then living out what he's entrusting you to do. Like yeah. it's a big deal. And I love how you've given us tangible tools for both of those aspects, how to talk to and hear from God and then how to take action in our lives. Yeah. It's really powerful. Um, you've mentioned your podcast. I've mentioned your podcast because it's joy, pun intended. <laughs> and um, I would love for you to just share a little bit about the podcast, where people can listen, what it's about. Tell us all the things. Yeah. So the podcast is called That's Joy. And the name actually is a really cool story too. I'm telling you, if you allow God to write stories in your life, mm -hmm. they will be beautiful. It's all about just listening. But even the the title of the name is so beautiful. I knew that, like I told you, I had a podcast with a best friend that we launched in 2020, grew to 49 on the Apple charts, which didn't make sense, was successful for about a year. And then come November of 2021, I really had this feeling, this phone call come in from God that I really felt was hey, it's time to lay it down and it's time to pick this up. And what I felt was it has to be about joy and you have to talk about me because our podcast before was about growth relationships and pop culture. So it was this shift of saying, God, I, I'm not a Bible study teacher. Like I, I don't know. I don't know enough. Right. Like there's just so much imposter syndrome that comes yeah. when we make decisions. But um, for me, it was this, okay, I know that it's about joy. And so I started reaching out to friends, right? Because that's what I heard, the voice. Then the action step was, let me text my most creative friends. Like, hey guys, I really know that God's calling me to relaunch and rebrand this podcast to be about joy, but I'm struggling with a title. Like, what's the word? And I'm reaching out to all of them. They're like, all right, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Probably six friends. I was about to message one of my best friends, Taylor Jordan, that if you're not following her on social, you should, because she's incredible, has incredible, um, just 
she's a teacher of the word. Uh, and so um, she's great. Anyhow, she was working in this boutique shop. And as I was walking about to voice note her, she pops out and she's like, Cece. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're working right now. And I was like, dude, I was about to voice note you because I was asking and thinking about like mm -hmm. uh, a title. Cause I really need the title in order to do X, Y, and Z. Right. And so she was like, oh yes. Love it. Joy for sure. Absolutely. She's like, what is it that you would say to someone? someone if and when they saw joy like I don't know like that like that that's joy or like the conversation would point to joy like what would your response be and I would was like oh my gosh that like that's joy and so that's how it happened and literally that's the podcast now so the podcast is called that's joy and the heartbeat behind it is to point conversations to what the truth behind joy means and hopefully sharing scripture and just through all of my different friends stories celebrity stories people that are strangers turned friends stories of what joy has looked like in their own life um and then hopefully equip you with the tools to honestly, like infuse more joy into your own life. And that's, that's the heartbeat. And so there's the movement aspect of it too, which is just like the doing, like showing up on and giving, you know, I started this thing with paper bags and now there's paper bags with goodies inside of it for the unhoused community. You know, when you get to a stoplight and there's, you don't have cash, right? Well, how do we problem solve that as Christians? Like we should be equipped. There should be something for them. How do we share the love of Jesus? And it's so cool because that's joy movement has been the beginning of what I see God doing even more, but it's that practical hands and feet of Jesus act that you can do for our friends all over the world. So that's what that's joy is. And that's what that's joy the movement is. I love it. And literally every time I listen to your podcast, I do leave inspired, encouraged, filled with joy, but also like I shared before with something practical to apply. So yeah. you are crushing it. I love Love your podcast. Y'all go subscribe, follow CC and that's joy the podcast on Instagram as well. And like, how can people connect with you if they want to follow your story online and join this movement? Absolutely. So you could follow me at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O -E on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can follow that Joy the Podcast too. And exciting news, I will be launching a YouTube very soon. So going to take people along for the ride, like show you what's happening in the day to day and just more equipping, more encouraging and more inspiring, but just through a different way. So excited for that this year. I love it. And we'll have the links for everything in the show notes. So you guys can easily just click them and connect with CC. And you even have a text community, which I just subscribed yes. to that. So excited. All the weekly things like the encouragement, like let's go. So CC, is there anything else that you would want to share as we're wrapping up your becoming story today? No, I just am thinking, um, man, so grateful for the work that you're doing, because I think on the other side of really knowing who we're becoming is that breakthrough piece. And so I want nothing more than for every single listener who is listening right now to know it's not just for Emily. It's not just for Cece. It's for you too. And so just start praying, start asking, and then start doing because yeah. it's right there for you. You're amazing. I received that personally and so agree with what wow. you're saying. Cece, thank you for your time sharing who you are. You really are a gift. I'm so encouraged by you and I'm just cheering you on as you're becoming who God made you to be. Thank you. You too, girl. I'm cheering you on. <laughs> thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.